International. Howdy, folks. Hello. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> My name is Benjamin C. Cholak, professor of philosophy at Princeton University. And I warmly welcome you to episode 104 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Um, across from me <laughs> right now is... <laughs> wearing the same t-shirt that I am. We're wearing matching shirts. <laughs> I uh I I changed we both changed shirts to record this. Well, you cha- you went into your room uh, <laughs> when I got here uh and you came out with this shirt and then you threw uh the exact same shirt at me. Yes. And you said he put this on. <laughs> yes. Our friend Harrison Hammond got us was nice enough to get us matching Old Bay t-shirts. Yeah. On the back they, it it says uh <laughs> uh what is it? Blood o- blood type OB blood. positive. Yeah. <laughs> Old Bay positive. <laughs> you know, like the What's spice. Your blood type? Old Bay. <laughs> what? Well, also, well, look, what is what is Old Bay negative? Um, Old Bay negative is probably, I don't know, uh, unseasoned meat. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe it's just heroin. Oh, <laughs> sure. That nice Baltimore heroin. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine how bad the heroin in Baltimore is? I, I thought it was really good. I bet it sucks. Well, where do you think? What do you think? What city do you think has the best heroin? Uh, probably Los Angeles. Really? Why? Um. Well, you know they're on the. Uh, oh, this the is West a ge- Coast. This is a geographic argument. Yeah, they're on the West Coast. They're right on the ocean, but okay. so is Baltimore. Well, so is Maryland. So I don't know. Yeah, so Maryland's well, on the know. ocean too. I have no idea. Actually. We have a city called Ocean City. It's called Ocean City. Ocean, ocean City, Maryland. Can you come down to... Do you want to meet me at Ocean City, Merlin? Uh, I used to vacation there, actually. Yeah, so did I. I haven't been to Ocean City in, in a long time, but I remember we, we would go there, and one time we had to leave early because there was like a huge storm coming or something. It was very strange. That's weird. Okay. Well, now you're here in, in Austin, Texas. Beautiful Austin, Texas. I'm free from the clutches of uh, Ocean City. Yeah. <laughs> or just any ocean, generally. There's no ocean. Yeah. <laughs> it never <laughs> rains. There's no ocean. Yeah, it never rains. It's it's fucking 95 degrees constantly. Every it's, single day of the year, it's 95 yeah, degrees. Yeah, it's a very humid, dry, hot area that we call home. Wait, how's it, no humid, how's it humid and dry? Well, that's the thing. That's crazy about <laughs> the weather here in Austin. This that, mythical space called Austin, Texas. Well, Ben, you know what they say about the weather in Texas. If you don't like it, just wait an hour. I thought it was five minutes. Oh, is it five minutes? Yeah, that's, that's oh, what well, the phrase is. That's even better. <laughs> Man, well, <coughs> I'm learning a lot. Um, well, hopefully. Uh, today we're going to learn. You didn't say what my name was. I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, I, g- I gave it to you to fucking introduce yourself. Never. What do you mean, never? <laughs> introduce yourself. Now's the time. My name is Pat Dean. <laughs> Patrick John Dean. Yes, protector of Manor Road. Patrick the Entertainer. 
My, you threw me so hard when you interrupted me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all I've been doing for the last hundred plus episodes. <laughs> Not that early. You this, try this is to the earliest. get. You try to get like, you know, your point across, and I try to derail you. I know, but this is the. the I think the earliest it's happened in the episode. Well. Ben, you know, it's a historic. Uh, no, I'm just going to give up. <laughs> it's a historic episode. Um, ben, so you teach me about philosophy on this podcast. I teach you about philosophy. Uh, fun? I teach you about the world, about reality, uh, about fundamental truths. About friendship. Uh, about friendship, sure. The power of love. Um, yeah, and also, uh, you know, what, what you should and should not eat. Uh, yes. Vegetables, more. Mm-hmm. Less Milky Way Midnights. Yeah. Which is your superhero name. <laughs> <laughs> the Milky Way. They midnight. call me the Milky Way Midnight <laughs> because what I do is when someone's being like robbed or whatever, is I jump down from the shadows and I eat a Milky Way and then I just leave. <laughs> and just what? You just watch them? <laughs> yeah, you they, watch them get mugged. They just kind of look at me and I look at them and <laughs> then I walk away. While you're eating, there's something about eating while <laughs> eating while you're watching something kind of traumatic happen yeah it's just so disrespectful oh i mean it's so insulting if i was being robbed and like beaten and some fat dude jumped down from the shadows first of all (laughs) i'd be like how long have you been there for and then they land he lands on his feet somehow and doesn't start crying instead he takes out a milky way midnight and just sort of eats it while i get defeated i'd be so pissed yeah well also like (laughs) i would immediately think that you're part of it that you're part of this robbery yeah. I'd be like, well, and also this guy was watching me. I think he organized the whole thing. Yeah, well, you know. He, str- <laughs> he was planning this so he could watch me get robbed. Stranger things have happened. I guess so. Um, speaking of stranger things. I started to watch it. I started, I finally finished <laughs> The Sopranos, and I started to watch Stranger Things. And wait, after... wait, what did you think of The Sopranos? I liked it. Okay, what did you think of the ending? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what the ending was because when this okay. when this came this happened in like two thousand and eight, I want to say something like that. Um, and so, I you you just you know it's like cultural osmosis. You just yeah you hear about it. Eventually. You hear about it and you and you find out what it is that he's in a uh, diner and then it just fades to black mm-hmm. and you're like it doesn't fade it cuts oh, not the, fade it cuts yeah, sorry, to black cuts yeah to black which is important. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I knew what was coming, so I liked it. And I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, and he's obviously dead. Yeah. But um, if I saw that, like, when it happened, I would have been <laughs> so pissed. It's one of those finales where it's like, it's yeah. it's like, it's like after a few, like, you know, that was, you know, 11 years ago. You look at it and you go like, man, that was really ballsy. And that was pretty cool. And, like, it's set up. It's not like. I don't know. I mean, it, I feel like, uh, again, because I knew it was coming, I, I wasn't upset. It's funny. I saw it when it originally aired, and uh, I was really upset about it. Yeah. And uh, so I actually remember, it's one of those days, like, you know, like our our dads have, like, the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, you, yeah, you have the Sopranos <laughs> this is, finale. Yeah, the Sopranos finale, like, is more imprinted in my brain than 9-11. <laughs> Well, that is insane. Um, <laughs> I know exactly where I was when it happened. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is that I kind of, um, I was uh, <laughs> after it. After I finished watching it, I just looked up some 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 stuff about it. Uh, people were writing retrospectives about it years later, mm-hmm. and they were all like being like, "Yeah, like this is a lot better than people gave her credit for at the time." Oh which, yeah, which I think is true. Um, 
but I found this website where this person like <laughs> meticulously breaks down why Tony Soprano is dead. Okay. I think and, I might have read the same thing. Dude, it is like an academic paper. <laughs> it is insane. And like I read it and I was like, wow, this is like very well researched and well written. Uh it's crazy. Like and, and I'm like, yo, yeah, he's clearly dead. Do you think did you, did you think Tony Sopr- do you think Tony Soprano died? Well, no, I was so clouded by anger and rage. Uh, yeah. When it actually happened, because it was so confusing. Like, think about that when it actually happened. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is I, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's I, just face the. It's like that's like the most unsatisfying thing that could happen. I, I, I probably wouldn't even get what was supposed to have happened. Honestly. Well, especially because there's a lot of lead up. Because like that guy, there's like that guy in the members only jacket. Yeah. Who's in the diner? Uh, who, <laughs> who fucking murders him in front of his entire family? <laughs> yeah. And if, and if Meadow had just parallel parked correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Meadow's fault. Probably wouldn't have been happened. Yeah, probably wouldn't have happened. Meadow killed her father. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> a little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at, at the time, if I'd seen that episode, I probably wouldn't even have understood that, oh, that's supposed to mean he's dead. I would have just been like, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? Like, I was reading uh, stuff. Uh, well, so they- I, I would have like, I, I, I think what happened when I first saw it was I, I thought the TV was broken or that's, the signal yeah, cut out or something that like that. I read, yeah, yeah. That everybody thought that their cable went out or their TiVo fucked up. Nope. Just David Chase. <laughs> being a shithead. <laughs> being a little bit of a yeah. As I, being a shithead genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely a shithead genius. <clears throat> did you notice well one thing that I did not pick up on that uh I didn't pick up on hardly anything. Okay. Uh to be honest with you. But then like when I read this guy's paper on it, I was like blown away. Um the guy who goes into the bathroom. The members only jacket? Yeah. Yeah. He's at Tony's three o'clock. Okay. And then do you remember in, I believe, season one, Chris gets shot and goes into like a coma for like a very short amount of time and comes out. And he said mm-hmm. that he went to hell when he went to the coma. Yeah. And he told Tony, he was like, yeah, like they have a message for you. Three o'clock. Well, I don't remember that. Yeah. And how could you? possibly pick up on that i don't know that is but like this guy did. that is the most buried fucking <laughs> easter egg That's ever what I'm yeah so like, it's there's like, no way i there's no way someone would remember that well this guy fucking did and then Fuck he um and then he also was pointing out that earlier in the in the season bobby was saying i bet when it happens you don't even hear it shit and yeah. then i mean that's how it happens right silence there's no sound or nothing and it's playing, it's playing Journey right up until then. Yeah, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Very weird. Um, Not well, sure why that song was playing. It seemed like a very... I'll say this. It seemed like a very weird choice for Tony Soprano to pick from the jukebox. Um, because the thing about... So it is... It's uh, What is it? It's diegetic music. It is. It is. <laughs> Remember when you screamed your head off about that? I do. Uh, and so uh, check out our Patreon, guys, for a... Uh, Wait, was that on our No, page? it was one of the regular ones. Oh, it was, was the it? one with oh, Mitch. That's yeah. More it's episode 102. That everyone heard us <laughs> lose our minds on each other. But, um, yeah. With, with a war veteran being a referee. The thing about. <laughs> yeah, him just. Yeah, Mitch McCall just sitting there in shocked silence. Yeah, trying to offer you his jewel. <laughs> but, uh, fucking basically, um, I don't know, because Tony Soprano, the whole series, like, one thing I thought was so funny about him was that he had pretty good taste in music. 
Like a lot of the music he played was like old fifties, like, yeah, like doo wop or like sixties soul and shit. Like a lot of it was like really good. Where he the stuff that he would listen to. So I thought it was really funny that he picked Journey. <laughs> you don't like Journey? No, they're fine. I just I it just seems like a weird choice. I guess so. You know I don't what know. I mean, it's like it's like you know you're not gonna put on fucking Frankie Valley or something. You know what I'm talking about? Well, so that's the thing. Like, I think in in making that choice, both Tony and David Chase for the show, as will will uh, in in years to come, launch uh, launch "Don't Stop Believing" into that category of like haunting songs. Oh, that, yeah, that will be forever like cast in stone in our like cultural Stuck legacy. Stuck in the middle with you is like yeah, that, like yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example. Uh, thank Ben. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but no I don't know. It's like some people are saying like that he isn't dead because what it's supposed to symbolize is the fact that his whole life he's just kind of this paranoid guy because like you know every time the door opens he looks up Mm -hmm. and they kind of show all these like people sitting at the diner and some of them look kind of weird so it's like you could see him as kind of looking around and being like oh whoa 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 what's that guy up to but i I don't think that's what that is at all no i don't either because i don't think he's paranoid (laughs) i think he's just you know in the mafia sure He's literally a so mafioso. Like, it's not paranoia. Hi, my name's Tony. I'm literally in the mafia. Yeah, <laughs> good nature. It's not paranoia if you, if it's your not entire paranoia life. If you're Italian. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But also, it's not paranoia if you occupy this position that, where you know everyone is kind of trying to kill you. Yeah, <clears throat> like he's the boss of a family. Also, also, it's a criminal enterprise, so he also has to watch out for the fucking cops. Sure. <laughs> So what happens is also in that thing, which, no, uh, again, I didn't even notice this. There's this guy sitting in the diner who kind of looks like Phil. Phil? Phil Connors? And he, uh, the guy that they killed. Wait, wait which the, Phil? The, the New York that crime Phil? boss. That they, oh, okay. The, the go-get-your-fucking-shine-box guy. Yeah, yeah. So they, Frank Vincent. So they, uh, Leotardo. Yeah. And yeah. so they kill him, and then later on in that diner, there's a guy who looks like Phil, and he's talking to three, like, Boy Scouts, and he does, like, a gun motion to them. And it's oh, like, and it's three, three. Yeah, and it's like, well, who are the people that they wanted to kill? They wanted to kill Bobby. They wanted to kill uh, Silvio, and they wanted to kill Tony. And Bobby's fucking dead. Silvio's in a coma, and now they're gonna kill Tony. I mean, it's it's like there's, dude, that last. That's what I'm saying <laughs> is that like when you really analyze it, you're like, holy shit, this is an incredible finale. Yeah. There's all these like clues, and and, and it's just kind of cool. Uh, but but at the time, I would have. Uh, yeah, I was my... I was pissed, and I def- I definitely didn't catch on any of those. No. Any of those those no. references? Why would you? <coughs> You're not the writer of the show. The also, yeah. That, the other thing too is that um, I think it was a really ballsy move because I think this came at a time in television where like people didn't know how to uh, like end shows. You know, no, and I mean, pe- hardly and anyone does. People still don't. Yeah, it's still it's still kind of a crapshoot. Um, <laughs> but my only other reference. <laughs> For a show that I watched consistently was fucking Seinfeld, <laughs> and the Seinfeld finale was so weird. <laughs> it was really weird. It was I, weird and like really contrived, and like I don't know. I still don't know if I I hated it at the time, and I think you're supposed to hate it culturally speaking. I guess, but I don't know if I hate it because it's kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> they just I, go to jail. <laughs> I mean, I haven't I haven't seen it in a very long time. I kind of want to maybe we'll watch it. To, maybe I'll watch it tonight actually. Uh, to kind of see what, what I think about it now. But I remember yeah. watching when I was like 14 and just being like, all right, I mean, this is fun, I guess. Like, <laughs> like, I thought it was fine. Like, I thought it was cool to see all those guys again. Yeah. I was also 14. That's true. It's like, oh, Babu. <coughs> he hates Cherry. 
Babu is back. Babu, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> ruined that guy's life. Yeah, yeah. Well, they ruined so many people's lives. Almost it's, as much as Tony Soprano ruined is, a lot of people's lives. That's a very good point. It is, <laughs> to be in Jerry Seinfeld's orbit on that show is, it will doom you. Yeah. Just you're, to, you're, to be met with inevitable catastrophe. You're done. You're going you're, you're gonna to lose your business or something bad's going to happen. Like, it's just. Or any of them. I mean, like, fucking George's wife died. George's wife dies. Uh, George is just a loser. Like, like he's just the biggest. He might be might be the biggest loser in network television <laughs> up until that point. Think about how unbelievably unaccomplished. And his one accomplishment is just murdering his wife. Kind of, yeah. But, that, uh, yeah, I mean, he worked for the Yankees eventually, but, like, he was kind of incompetent in that job. Like, he was just. Yeah. He sucked so bad. I mean, he was one of he's one of my favorite characters ever. But like, if he if he was my son, I'd banish him. <laughs> banish I'd banish him. him to the west. Okay, with California. Well, I don't know. I would just go go west. You're banished. <laughs> Here's some old bay. Take it with you and never call me again. You'll need it. There are no bays. There are no bays in the west. Um, what they say, there's no bays in Oklahoma. I mean, no, there literally is not. So, well, yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> I don't know what point that accomplishes. But yeah, I will say this, okay? Real quick, and then we'll finish up with okay. the Sopranos with this, talk. With this meandering thing. Okay. That's okay, because we enjoy this. Relish this, because you're going to hate the topic. Okay, good. <laughs> the, my favorite ass thing on that show is, and I don't know why, every time one person handed another person an envelope filled with cash, mm-hmm. I just thought it looked so satisfying. Just to oh, get, yeah. get handed that envelope, you put it away. You know what I mean? It just it just yeah. seems so cool. And then I also really lo- uh, love the actress who played uh, uh, Jackie's widow, who, who hooked up with uh, Ralph for a little bit. Um, I forget her name, um, but wait, Jackie Junior's mother? Mother, yeah. Okay, well, she I kind of don't remember her that well. So but she, she just, she's the one who's like kind of friends with Carmela. Yeah, and she's got a, an intense New York like kind of Jersey accent. Yeah. Like she like. Her, she was the most authentic character on that show. Like, I've known women like that my whole fucking life, and it's so... Really? Yeah, oh, dude. What do yeah. you mean? But, but my extended family. They're, they're all those people. <laughs> not not the mob part. Yeah. Like her. Like, like, that type of character. It's hard to explain, but she seemed... It barely seemed like she was acting at all. Like, it, I loved her Interesting. character. And then, um, my least favorite part were all the goddamn dream sequences. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Wait, do that you... episode where there's the first like thirty minutes is just some nonsense dream. Is that, that the one where he's in the car? They're driving in the car. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's part of it, but that that that's only like a two second thing. Okay. This is like when he's like he he falls asleep and has this thirty minute sequence of him walking around in these weird dream. <coughs> fucking, it, I hated those. I thought it was they were so impressed with themselves and they did that. And it's just like it's just like, oh, look, it's Ralph. He's bald. Ooh, there's a caterpillar on his head. What could that mean? <laughs> Fuck you. What it means is you're wasting my goddamn time. I'm diabetic. I don't have much time left. God Let's fucking it. get to the point. All right. Well, Pat, speaking of time. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, R.I.P. James Gandolfini. Oh yeah, R.I.P. You heard it here first. And his son is playing him in uh in the movie. Yes. Which is kind of weird. And yeah. he does kind of look like him. It's really I looks mean, looks a lot like him. Yeah. Half Asian, but he doesn't really look like it. Well, what? Seriously? I think. 
Oh, okay. Wait, that might be his other kid. Never mind. <laughs> All right, just, just <laughs> positing these wild accusations about people's racial lineage. No, because he is second. It's all right. We don't have to get into it. Um, if anything, I should get into it because I am the race scientist on the show. Ah, yes. Um, but speaking of science, all right. Speaking of time, science, and a whole lot of other shit that is very tangentially related, uh, this is, in fact, a philosophy podcast, and we're going to fucking talk about... For complete and utter morons. For complete and utter morons. So uh, I'm taking a, a note from our very first episode. Uh, we're going back to... What? Um, I'm going to try to explain to you a very, very com- complicated scientific principle uh, or scientific topic uh, that yeah. has to do with the nature of space and time. <clears throat> okay. All right. And uh, so today we're talking about relativity, <laughs> the theory of relativity, which was developed what? by, yeah, developed by our favorite sex maniac, <laughs> uh, Albert Einstein. Dude, this guy. He. <laughs> You'd think he just liked, you know, science and like magnets or whatever, but no, this guy wanted to f. Oh, uh, he knew a thing or two about magnetism, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to talk about relativity and the implications that it has for our understanding of the entire universe. Um, <laughs> Jay just walked by and just goes, "Jesus!" As I said that. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll get there in forty-five minutes. Um, but uh, okay, so I spent one hundred percent not Asian. Okay, okay. <laughs> By the way, I looked it up. He did end up marrying this woman, Deborah Lynn. Okay. And they have a a a, a daughter. Okay, great. So wait, did he ever marry an Asian woman? Yeah, at any that's point. That's what you just said. Come okay. On. So oh, I, I, for okay. some reason, I thought that was their kid. It's not. How confused would you be if you met an Asian woman and her last name was Gandolfini? I, I would go, all right. I would I would just go, cool. In my head, I'm like, well, there's a story. I mean, yeah, you can put it together. Yeah, I mean, it's like, not oh, like... Okay, I know what's going on. It's not like you'd go, what? You know what I mean? But you definitely would be like, all right. Hi, I'm, I'm Mrs. Gandolfini. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Oh, of course you are. Okay. I just can't handle the thought. <laughs> Like, yeah, just losing it. Yeah. Just the thought of it. I as, and as she walks away, I am laughing out loud. And, like I can't even. I'm not even bothering. I'm just to like hold shaking it in. my hands. Like and, and just like oh like, my god. And she turns around. And I go look. I know. I get it. This is not cool. But holy shit, <laughs> just losing my mind. Well, that's kind of like uh, the opposite. Is uh, did I tell you about? Well, it's not the opposite. But I told you about the calculus teacher that I had in college. No. Who his name was like Thomas Chen, and he was Asian. Nice. Uh, but he was born and raised in Switzerland, so he had a German accent. Oh my god. Yeah. It was oh wait, really I think you did talk about this. Yeah, because I had that. I, I had that. Uh, the the Chinese gentleman who was my uh, math teacher too in college or professor or whatever, and no one knew what he was talking. No one could understand him. Well, yeah, but he just couldn't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I think he spoke it. He just had a very intense accent. Okay. Well, this guy also had an intense accent. How annoying but was, it was that German. Be, to be like, because he understood everything we were saying. So it's like he clearly knows English. I'm sure. It, how it, it probably feels like a prison. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I'd feel so, like, if you, if, I, if you were just talking to me right now and I, I knew what you were saying, because I, I understand English, but I tried to speak it and I just couldn't. And you were like, what? And I'd be like, I'm an adult. Well, so it's kind of similar to... It's it's weird. Like think of <laughs> people who have speech impediments. 
like a really really bad stutter yes okay <laughs> like it's probably the same thing like having a heavy accent is the same thing man it's okay never mind go <laughs> what no i just probably seemed hurtful what i was about to say keep going okay fine well anyway <clears throat> hurtful shit aside we're going to talk about uh the theory of relativity and its implications on space and time and what it means for james gandolfini's son his uh, asian son yeah yeah <laughs> So his Asian son uh, will... Okay, so let's get started with just some random shit. All right. So to understand the theory of relativity, you have to understand uh, basically the guy who came before Einstein, the main guy, uh, who's the opposite of Einstein. The bottom bitch of science. The bottom bitch of science. Yeah, he kind of was the bottom bitch of science. Science's bottom bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Or the theory of relativity's bottom bitch is who? Uh, Isaac Newton. Really? Yeah. The Virgin. Oh yeah, dude. Going back to the classics. Yeah, the classics. Okay, so this guy developed the you know the fundamental forces of nature and uh, how basically how the laws of motion sort of explain like everything in the universe. It okay. is crazy how much you can get done when you're not trying to have sex with someone. <laughs> yeah, well, I think about that sometimes where I'm like, once my sex drive is gone, I'm going to accomplish so much stuff. Yeah, but okay, so but think about that, and then knowing that Einstein was a sex maniac. Yeah, which I just love saying that. Well, he's a, he is a he's a maniac. He's a sex yeah, maniac. He is. What's, <laughs> what's the term? Um, when you can't get enough. A nymphomaniac? No, no, no. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Insatiable. Insatiable. <laughs> he is an insatiable lover. When it comes to sex, Albert Einstein cannot and will not be satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So Einstein kind of. Uh, had to develop his theory of relativity in response to these huge inconsistencies that started coming up uh, as a result of, uh, A, Newton's theory of gravitation, right? And uh, basically the whole theory of, like, electromagnetics, like how, how like, electricity and magnetism work. Oh, God. Okay? Uh, there's some crazy implications there okay no, i'm getting a, a note. crazy implication is that this sucks yeah okay so jay handed me a note that says he fucked his cousin what oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah he did that's why yeah. you came up with the theory of relativity oh <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you can't unlock the theory relatively until you have sex with a relative <laughs> is what jay is implying i guess that's probably why he did it i guess yeah <laughs> huh. in the pursuit of science yeah he fucked his cousin he had a weird fever dream and there was this demon that showed up, and he just goes, oh, no. if you want to unlock the secrets of the universe, you have to fuck your cousin. Yeah. Then Tony and then so- you have to name it after what you just did. And then Tony <laughs> Soprano showed up, and it was like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's Frank with a fucking caterpillar on his head. Yeah. Hey. Or no, hey, Ralphie. It's Ralphie. Hey, David Chase. We already like the show. <laughs> yeah. We're already here. You don't. We're already here. You don't need to do that. Okay. Ugh, I fucking... You really hate... Do you hate dream, dream sequences generally? In or? general, I think dream sequences why? are... Because it's... Here's why. <laughs> because it's like... It tells you things that... I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Where it's like, you'll watch a dream sequence and it's like... Oh, there's a floating skull. Mm-hmm. That implies death. Okay. It's like, oh, God. Like, fucking, oh, really? <laughs> cool. Who gives a shit? I just, I can't, I cannot put it into words. I think dream sequences are lazy and dumb, and they're used to... So what do you think about flashbacks? They're used to tell rather than show. <laughs> okay. 
I'm well, dead so what serious. Do you, so what do you think about flashbacks? Well, flashbacks are fine. That, that's kind of a way of telling without showing. Yeah, that, that's true, but at least it's something that, uh, that already happened. That's a, an actual thing. Yeah, but dreams happen. I know, but they're not real. Is that but they least, are real. I know that, but what, what's happening in the dream is not real. Whereas with a flashback, it's like, all right, you can fill in the blanks. You're saying or whatever. that when you say that the things aren't happening or, or aren't real, you're saying that the dream doesn't have any sort of reflection or congruent like, uh, uh, correspondence with reality. Um, I guess it 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 signifies stuff, but the thing about flashbacks too, flashbacks are kind of can be pretty lame too. When they're used well, they're used really well. I think when when like when like you see them in like Tarantino movies, I think they're 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 used very well. Sure, is is that that's an example? But like a flashback of when he saw someone's feet. Sure. Yeah, and then <laughs> and he's like, "Man, those were hot." Forty-five feet. minutes straight, <laughs> and like played some kind of weird music in the back, some Japanese fucking rock band in the back for some reason. Uh, so yeah, it's like, um, but with flashbacks, yeah, there is, but that is, I would say that is more showing rather than telling, whereas dream sequences are telling rather than showing, for the most part, if they're done well. Okay, so can there be? Uh, dream sequences that are done well. I'm sure there are, and I'm sure I've seen some. Uh, you know what I did like, even though this isn't technically a dream sequence, is the <laughs> goddamn the, those Kevin Finnerty things when 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 old uh, Tony Soprano was in that coma. I like that stuff. That was pretty interesting. But at least oh oh, oh uh, yeah, when he was like a salesman or but whatever. At least that was logical. Like like the the other dream sequences were just these weird non sequiturs that you're supposed to interpret as meaning whatever. And then it's like the fish is talking. Hey. You see these fishes? They're asleep. Fuck you! <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a little on the nose. Go Sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> you know, these other fishes, they're asleep. I'm big pussy. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you got shot in a boat. Fuck you. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot that the fish says something about sleeping with fishes. That's literally what he says. He says, Okay, hey, that's lazy. That sucks. Yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. That sucks. <laughs> Stuff like that, you just go, oh, okay, whatever. Okay, but that's just bad writing. That's not because the whole notion of a dream sequence is bad. Well, most dream sequences are bad writing, I think. Okay, fine, but I don't think that's due to the structure of that of that trope. I guess. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that a lot of dream sequences, I think, are crap. Okay, oh, crap. I, okay, crap, Ben. <laughs> the fucking crap. <laughs> we're trying not to curse now because my well, yeah, dad after we were scolded by my, father. Yeah, my dad and his and his old friends. Yeah. Well, look. Mr. Cholak, I do respect you, but we got to be bad boys. Yeah. You and I, we're the bad boys of philosophy. <laughs> and respectfully, frig off, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, so speaking... Yeah, I think we got to start beef with other philosophy podcasts. Okay, there's a few that we could start off with. Like who? Well, like the guy who who runs Philosophize This. You motherfucker! Fuck you, dude. What's your What's his name? Uh, I can't. I don't even remember. Brendan, you I don't piece even of remember. shit. His name is Brendan. Brendan Philosophy is his name. <laughs> his last name is Philosophy. No, it's not. I'm sure it is. Um, oh, why no. would he name his podcast that otherwise? <laughs> but, okay, okay. We, we can't get into this beef. All right. First of all, you're, you're on notice. Yeah, you're on notice. Brand, Brandon or Brendan? Uh, Brendan and David Chase are both on notice. Okay, Brendan Philosophy and David Chase. I swear. So <laughs> when, when that prequel movie comes out. If there's a second that they're in a dream sequence, I'm throwing 
a large Pepsi at the screen. <laughs> I'm lighting my chair on fire. Don't and I'm fucking leaving. buy Pepsi when you go to see the movie. Stop buying Pepsis at movies. I like Pepsi. Stop drinking Pepsi. That's you have, have to stop. No, it's not. You could have so much more if you give that one thing up. Well, think of it that way. It's a trade off. <laughs> You're so fucking self destructive. No, I'm not. God I'm damn cool. it. All right. Well, I mean, being self destructive is kind of cool. Well, so I won't cool argue with guy. that. All right. So my nephew thinks I'm cool. Yeah, but he's four. He's yeah. an idiot. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> And it's not because he's an idiot, but because being four is a stupid move. It's a very dumb move. <laughs> it's a shitty move. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lame move to be four. I don't know why you'd ever do it. Yeah. You just cry. Like, no one picks four. <laughs> it's like, oh, why are you crying? I have to, I have to go to bed? Yeah. Like, because really, uh, <laughs> because something, some disturbance in my routine <laughs> upsets me. It's so upsetting. And I don't understand it. But like going to bed, I don't know, whatever. Okay, anyway. Take a nap, Ryan. So God, I would I would kill for a nap right now. Um, the fact that that motherfucker and his f- goddamn sister are always like, "Oh, I don't want to take a nap." It's like fucking. What are you thinking? Like, I want to grab take them. the out now. I want to throw them off a cliff, and as they fall out the cliff, I yell, "Should have taken more naps." <laughs> and then I realize, oh, I should have done that, and I jump after them. <laughs> okay, and, and then, then everyone them. dies. Yeah. No, I save them. Okay, how? Uh, never mind. We're not getting into this, okay? So relativity. I'm a hero. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of which, so you dive after your cousins, and so you're falling towards the earth, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gravity's taking effect. Um, so basically, Einstein's theory of relativity uh, explains. Um, God, it, it explains like way too much. <laughs> basically, it, it it accounts for um, inconsistencies that were being seen uh, between like what we're observing and Newton's theory of, of gravitation and his laws of motion, right? Um, so one thing that you have to remember is that the, uh, the laws of motion that, uh, that Newton came up with, uh, he did this, and it was kind of a monumental feat, and it accounts for uh, like a local description of motion, of like how, thing, how moving bodies you know, work or are observed when you're coming from the frame of reference of, of Earth, right? You're sitting here, and we're looking at stars and planets and shit, and uh, we're also looking at like just random things. Like you know, if I throw Tim across the room, there's a predictable behavior of how like his arc will go. Yeah, right? and then he splatters, and he splatters, right? And his splatter will be due to the force of the you know me throwing him, and then the wall and its rigidity will like kind of scatter his fucking flesh everywhere, sure, and make it look like he exploded. Yikes! Right. Uh, these are all kind of accounted for in, in Newton's in Newton's theory. Specifically, <laughs> specifically, Tim the cat. yeah, the case of of Tim the cat being thrown against the wall. So yeah, so he's, Newton was sitting there, and he goes, and they're like, "Can you explain this?" And he goes, "All right, here's what happens." So Ben <laughs> takes Tim the cat, throws it, and they're like, "What do you? What? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, who's, who's Ben? Oh, he's who's some Tim guy. the cat? <laughs> They'll exist in about four hundred years. Yeah, basically, in four hundred years time. Because <laughs> I think he came up with all that shit and. Uh, like the 1680s or something like that. Dang. Um, yeah. But uh, the same equations that he wrote out, they describe the movement of planets. They describe uh, Tim being thrown against the wall. They describe um, the movement of like normal, regular objects, like things with matter and mass. Okay. Uh, 
Then there was this guy named Maxwell who came up with the laws for electro uh, ele- electronics or electricity and magnetism, right? And how light moves, basically. And what has happened is that basically he observed that, uh, or he predicted that light travels at the same speed no matter what. Okay. Yes. You know the speed of light, and you I'm probably aware. have you heard of stuff about how like you can't really get, go faster than the speed of light. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you know why? If, but what if you can? But you can't. <laughs> no, nothing can and nothing has. With well, a flash. Ever. No, the flash cannot go faster than the speed of light. He can. No, he can't. Yes, he can. Okay, are you saying that he can go faster than the speed of light in the in the like universe of those comic books? Yeah. Okay. Really? They say that in the comic books. Yeah, this is speed force. Okay, then that's that is okay. So that's they patently have, they absurd. They have a cosmic treadmill. The Flash is fucking weird, dude. Like I'm not a big Flash guy. Okay, but wait, <laughs> they say that he can. He he, he runs. The guy was a boomerang. He runs faster weird. than the speed of light. Yes, yeah, Ben. He's a Flash. Okay, then if he runs faster than the speed of light, then he goes. Then he travels back in time. Yeah, and that that's a something he does sometimes. That's a thing that that he does. Yeah, causes all kind of crisis. Okay, well that's that's a cool trope in that in that in that thing you just thought okay. it was dumb and now you think it's cool well it's it's cool fictionally right. john Kerry. it's because <laughs> i flip-flop <laughs> that is like how old is that reference that's 15 that's year, 15 old, year reference. old reference i'm gonna swift boat you dude yeah <laughs> okay ben so, Cholock claims just, he was a vietnam just war hero <laughs> but ben was born Ten years after the conflict ended. Okay, look, I'm tr- I'm trying to get through this because it's also very difficult for me. This was so hard to understand. It seems difficult. <laughs> okay, but I think I kind of got it, so I have to tell it to you so I can make sure. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so as interesting as that is, or as cool as that is, that the Flash can travel at the speed of light. It's pretty tight. Yeah, it's pretty tight. But it's it's he's only able to do it in a fictional universe, right? Because in reality... In like where we live right now, where everything is true and real, nothing travels faster than the speed of light. The speed of light is the ultimate like rate at which you can you can travel. Okay. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> here's a thought experiment that Einstein came up with that kind of addresses the issue of well, the laws of motion that Newton has doesn't really account for this speed limit. For the fact that uh, uh, light can only travel, or light is the top speed that anything can travel. Okay, and one is the loneliest number. And one is the it's literally the loneliest number. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And two is the loneliest one that you can have next to number one, of course. Yeah, but I guess it's (laughs) okay. Don't get me into that shit because that that doesn't that's kind of absurd too. Two is not lonely. There's two of them. It's either one or the other. You can't. There's no scale. There's no scale of loneliness. <laughs> well, um, okay. Yeah, one is more the only lonely number, and not the loneliest. But anyway, I di- I digress. So, <clears throat> light travels at at a certain speed, and it's the top speed that that anything can travel. So anything else, anything with mass, can never fucking travel faster than that. Uh. And now this doesn't really make a huge difference uh, in like our normal observations because the things that we see, uh, you know, in motion, things that are traveling like through space and time, yes, they are going so fucking slow compared to light, like really slow. 
So do you know how fast light is? You know what the fucking actual number is? No, but it is pretty impressive. It's almost 200,000 miles a second. Wow. <laughs> it's just like huge. How do they calculate that? Uh, with atomic clocks. What? Yeah. I don't know exactly how they calculate it, but I, I know that that's one of the... I think atomic clocks are kind of tight, but at the same time, they seem kind of silly. Why do they seem silly? <laughs> because it's, what it's do like, you what could you possibly mean by that? Because it's like atomic clocks, you know, their main bit is that they are like the most accurate clocks, right? Okay. Or whatever. But like, I mean, my phone tells me the time, and it, it, maybe it's like several milliseconds slow or whatever. Oh, but like, is it that big a deal? Okay. I mean, how, how much do atomic clocks cost to make? Probably a lot. Okay, so you're saying you it's overkill. <laughs> and it's not silly, it's overkill. It just seems useless. Okay, but it's not useless. Not useless, it seems superfluous. Okay, but it's, yeah, it would be it would be really superfluous to have an atomic clock in your phone. That is, like, totally unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, they're made for a specific purpose, and it's to, to measure these, like, incredibly, uh, like, fast particles and shit, okay? I remember this guy one time was like... <laughs> He had like a watch, or a, I think it was like some kind of like super special watch. This is when we were like mm-hmm. mad young. He had like a super special watch, and he was like, "It's time to the atomic clock." So it's like, this is like totally accurate. Okay. And I just remember being like, "Man, what a fucking loser!" This is. <laughs> okay. Who so, cares? So that dude is a loser for yeah, sure. That kind of is lame. I, I I I can't I can't envision. Who is this guy? Oh, this is some guy from Spring Hill Elementary, I think. But, was uh, it a guy or a kid? He was a kid. <laughs> I mean, we're both kids. But yeah, and so, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, whatever. Okay, so let me just get to this. Okay? I guess atomic clocks are okay. It just seems... Okay, I'm cool. Sure, you so know what? They, pa- they pass your test? You know what, Ben? I'm sure they serve a purpose. They do. They serve the literal purpose I just told you about. Hmm. <laughs> okay, it's really dumb to have that on your watch or that it's time to look... I mean, can you imagine? That's fucking stupid and gay. That. that sucks. <laughs> being proud of that. It's it's dumb. Okay. But the purpose of this is to measure these sort of things. Okay. So it's just known that, that light travels at about... It's, so it's closer to 180,000 miles per second. So I don't even know how, how far that is. That's so fast. It is... Really, really it's, fast. It's inconceivably fast. I can't... I don't how, know what uh, how fast that is. If you're going to the speed of light, mm-hmm. how long would it take for you to go across the entire Earth and then back to where you started? I don't know how, how what the circumference of the Earth is. Why not? Hold on. Let me look it up. I'll look it up. Well, I'll look it up while you talk. Okay, you look it up, all right? And I'll tell you some more stuff about relativity. All right. So... <clears throat> What Einstein did was this. Basically, there, there are these inconsistencies that kept showing up, right? Like the way that light traveling from stars uh, wasn't, you know, hitting our... Um... Eight seconds? Eight minutes and 20 seconds? What? Oh, never mind. I th- so... <laughs> oh, eight minutes. That's that's oh, how that's, that's how not... far the light light from the sun yeah. takes to, to travel to Earth. But that was the answer I got. I said, how long does light take to circle the Earth? And that was the one that came up, so I just yelled it. And then I, then I yelled the thing, and then I looked underneath it, and it just it wasn't what I was looking for at all. <laughs> but still, I mean, you can, you can kind of conceive of that. I don't even know how far the sun is from the Earth. About eight miles. 
So so light travels at <laughs> at one mile a minute. A mile a minute is pretty fucking. That's faster than a human can go. Okay, hold on. Let me. Can you pull up the calculator and do um. Uh, it's 180 miles per second, and then. Okay, it is point one three three six seven six four three seconds. Okay, so less than a second to circle the Earth. If light could travel in an arc and circumnavigate the Earth, it would do so 7.5 times in one second. But light essentially travels in a straight line, so it cannot circumnavigate the Earth. God, the Internet sucks. <laughs> Why does it suck? I mean, that's kind of interesting. Okay, so let, let's get through this, okay? Uh, so light travels at the same speed no matter what. And what's really important <clears throat> is that... Uh, when we're observing light traveling, right, and measuring it, it travels at one speed. If we're also in a different frame of reference, which means one that is, like, moving at a certain velocity, let's say we're moving, like, I don't know, half the speed of light, okay? And we're seeing... So here, Okay, so here, here's how Einstein framed it. Let's say you're on this fucking spaceship or a train or whatever, just a moving object. You're on this moving object... And you're traveling at half the speed of light. So you're going, uh, what is that? Nine, 90,000, yeah, 90,000 uh, miles per second, okay? Yeah. And then you turn on a light switch, or you turn on a, a, a flashlight, okay, ahead of you. So that light beam coming from the flashlight, how fast is that going? That is going eight. Hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Yes. Okay. Are you making that up? Can you actually like give me a real answer? Say it again. <laughs> okay. If I'm going ninety thousand miles an hour. Yes. Okay. Whoa, Ben, take it easy. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> uh, and I am um, what's it called? I I turn on a, a flashlight. That light beam coming from the flashlight. How fast is that going? Oh. Well, probably the same. It's still the same. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Okay. Y'all ready for Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for math? Yeah. Science. Okay. But it's going It's going that speed to what? To your perspective? Or my perspective? I'm going at 90,000? From your perspective? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm on the spaceship. I'm traveling at 90,000 miles per hour. Yeah. I turn on the flashlight. The light beam is going out at 180,000 uh, 180, miles per second. Wow. Okay. Um, but let's say you're on Earth or whatever, right? Oh, I am on Earth. Okay, and you see me on Always the spaceship. On you see me on the spaceship, and you're like, hi, Ben. And I wave back. Hey, Ben. Yeah. It's okay. me, Pat. And you see me uh, uh, turn on the light switch or turn on the flashlight. Mm-hmm. Okay. To you, how fast is that going? Probably would look equal. Okay, so that's true. It would look equal because it is going at the same speed. Man, I am owning you so fucking You're not bad. owning me. You're owning Newton. Yeah. Okay, because Newton said well, that... You're his messenger. When you, when you switch time frame or you, you switch like references or reference frames, you add the velocity. So if you have someone who's like on a train, right, and... You're in the train to you. It feels like if you're on the train, it feels like you're not moving. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. You're just like standing on this train and then you throw a ball at maybe like, you know, 50 miles an hour. Okay. So to you, that ball is traveling 50 miles an hour. But let's say the train itself is also moving at 50 miles an hour. To someone standing on a train platform and they watch you throw the ball, how fast is the ball going to them? It's super easy. I, don't, I hate this. <laughs> you just add the fucking velocities. It's, I would, it's 50 no. and 50. To the person on the fucking platform, that ball is traveling at 100 miles an hour. Tight. Okay. So that's what Newton would say. Agreed. Okay. So if that applies for a baseball, why doesn't it apply to light? Light travels at the same speed no matter what your frame of reference is. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Right. You, that's what you're saying. So you're basically like Einstein. You're a genius just like Einstein. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've never uh, had sex with a cousin, though. Yeah, you've never had sex with, with a cousin. Hmm. True. Okay. But here's the thing. The, here's the point. I mean, I've had sex with people who have cousins. I'm assuming. I didn't ask. I don't. I don't want to get into. I don't know if you have fucked your cousin or not. Well, no, as someone who has had a cousin, I know if you've had a cousin, but I don't really care who you've had sex with. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to keep convincing me you've had sex. All right. But I trust no, you've had there's sex. There's no way to prove it otherwise. You know why do you have to prove it? Because I want you to think I'm a fucking man, dude. I already think you are. I just, I just want you to be. I just want to impress you with my sexual prowess. Is that what you tell? Is that what you tell the ladies? I go look. I'm only doing this to impress Ben. I go. You want to go back to my place? I need to impress Ben. Okay. Look, here's the fucking point. What's the fucking point? There's, there's fucking implications for this. Always there. Really weird implications. All right. I know that this shit is like really boring right now. Sure. But just hold on. Wait, because it gets it gets better. Trust me. Um, literally yawning. I'm stifling a yawn. Um, you're doing a good job. Thank you. So basically, the fact that light just keeps moving no matter what, if you're traveling uh, like half the speed of light and you turn on a fucking flashlight, that light beam travels at the same speed. But if I do that and you're observing me from a stationary position, that light beam still travels at the same speed. Okay? You don't add the two velocities. So what that means is for light to get to the same point from either of these... uh, perspectives time has to act differently for each of us okay so time seems like it's traveling normally for me but when you're observing it it looks like time literally slows down and it actually fucking does time literally slows down the faster you go so you're telling me that's an implication of this so if i go outside and i start running i'm affecting time yes for yourself wow but so that's time. that's the thing. So, okay, so this is kind of the is main thing. Is it kind thing. of that thing where it's like you're sitting around and time flies and you're like, what the fuck? Kind, no, not... Because that, that is mind-blowing. That is a psychological thing. But that but so what's weird is that that, like, intuition that we get of, like, you know, time flies or, like, you know, when you're engaged in something that's really, you know, holding your attention, time seems to just go by like that. But when you're doing something that you fucking hate, it just like keeps dragging on and on and on. That's why this podcast goes so long. Yeah. So <laughs> right now, if <laughs> right now the reason this podcast is going so long is because we're traveling on the earth at like how many God knows how many fucking miles per second. So fast. We're going ben. so fast. But the earth is so big it takes forever. Man, yeah. 
space is something else, man. I feel like space is where it's at. Okay, well, so here's the whole point of, of the theory of relativity. It's not that there's space. Space and time were considered to be different things and not related to each other. There was space, three-dimensional space, and then time just kind of flows in a normal way, a regular way, going forward uh, without affecting space, and space not affecting time, okay? What Einstein Get basically- Get your space out of my time. Get your time out of my space. <laughs> basically, but they're Three actually- pieces, except- What? Nothing. Okay, so basically they fucking interact. They're, they're part of the same continuum. That's what, that's what the theory shows, that space and time are not separate things. They're one thing, and it's the space-time continuum. So what that basically means is that time will slow down if you're going faster. Not only that, but if you're going faster, the, fa- the closer you get to the speed of light, uh, the <laughs> the your length contracts in that direction. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you literally like if you're if you're in the spaceship, right? Let's say the spaceship is like a hundred meters long. Uh, if you're going like I don't know half the speed of light, the actual length of the spaceship as it was measured before it took off is longer than when it's in motion. Tight by like a lot. So if you're like fucking, your dick is shorter. And the faster you fuck, the shorter your dick gets. Wow. That's an implication of relativity. So you should have started off with that. Then I would have I wanted to lay down the bedrock first. Before you started going to the small the small dick territory. Yeah. <laughs> that we it's... that we both know so well. Yeah. So the faster you fuck, the shorter your dick gets and also the longer it lasts. Because That's time insane. slows down. <laughs> wow. That's fucking weird. It is kind of fucking weird, isn't it? Is it true? Yeah, it's literally true. And they've actually observed this. Not not people f- fucking. But I was about to say, they've actually a measured... crazy experiment for relativity. Can you imagine being like, oh, I'm going to volunteer for some kind of study. They're going to pay me $1,000. I don't really know what it is. Then you go there and it's like, <laughs> I want you to have sex with this person as fast as you can. Yeah, as fast what? as fast as you can. We, we're going to measure your dick. Yeah. <laughs> what? But you have to fuck in a, like a perfect straight line, though. So you can't change directions or anything. You can't change positions. Ew. <laughs> okay, because that's the only way you can measure the special the, you're gross. the special theory of relativity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> um so Einstein in 1916 uh updated the theory of of uh special relativity and called it the general relativity. Uh, the theory of general relativity which accounts for gravity and acceleration and forces outside of inertial time frames. Okay? Yeah. Which basically means now you can change direction while you're fucking, but you still have to fuck as fast as you can. Man, that is <laughs> so funny. That rules so hard. <laughs> and that was probably the entire like <laughs> uh uh, what's it called? Impetus for the whole for the whole theory is just like I wonder how 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 big my dick gets oh. <laughs> the faster I fuck, <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> Who would ever say that? <laughs> no, what you? That's the first time anyone's ever said that in human history. Right now, I don't know. I think Einstein probably said it. That was the inspiration for the whole experiment for There's the whole no theory. Way. What if that's what it was? This yeah, is- but he's as a consummate scientist though, and a consummate lover. He understood, oh, 
no, that theory was wrong. <laughs> the, the the long the the slower I fuck, the longer uh, my dick gets. <laughs> um. Okay, but so yeah, length contraction. <laughs> yeah, let's let's learn more. That's a that's a fucking implication of uh, the theory of relativity. Okay. Um. In general relativity, he has to account for gravity, right? <clears throat> because. When Newton advanced his theory of gravitation originally, uh, he had all these equations that like explained how, you know, like why does why do things fall to Earth, like the fucking apple or whatever, right? Uh, not only do you notice that the apple, you know, fall falls towards Earth. They say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Is that what that's this is in reference to? I mean, maybe that's where they got it from. No, it. Does, I mean, if anything, it, it falls. Closer to the tree, I think. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know about the nearness of the tree, but uh, the 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 apple will travel like once it gets whatever, uh, once it drops from the tree, it travels at a certain acceleration. Acceleration is not just speed. That means it picks up speed as it gets closer to the Earth, because the Earth's mass is like attracting it or whatever, right? Um, Newton called that a force. He said that it's this force that's acting on the apple. Um, and he says that the apple accelerates towards the fucking earth. Uh, what Einstein basically discovered with this theory is that that's not technically true. Uh, what? Yeah. There is, no, there is no force of gravity. Gravity isn't a force. Okay. What? Yeah. It's not a force. So what the age is it? So it's, a, it's just a consequence of the shape of space-time and what matter does to space-time. So things travel in like... Uh, straight lines, those are like an inertia, in, inertial time frames. They they travel in straight lines, right? Or they stay still. That's one of Newton's like laws. With stay still, stay still, stay still. Stay still. Oh, stay still, stay still, stay still. <laughs> so beautiful. Um. Okay, so I do for free. It's not so much that the apple is the the apple isn't uh, accelerating towards the Earth. It's actually the Earth that's accelerating towards the apple. What? <laughs> Who said this? Einstein. What the fuck? No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It absolutely does not. Yeah, it does. How? <laughs> I'm sick of you saying things like that and then acting like it's not a big deal. That is insane. Okay, because when you think of like acceleration as, as this property of motion... It's not the the apple. Okay, and this is tough for me too. All right, this is also very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the apple, <clears throat> the apple is not moving initially. Its inertial st- state is that it's just staying still. <clears throat> if gravity is not a force, then it's not causing the apple to accelerate towards it. Gravity is just a consequence of how. The Earth's massiveness, the fact that it's so fucking big that it distorts space-time, and then because space-time is distorted, it moves the Earth towards the apple. (laughs) I mean, this is the most convoluted (laughs) explanation to the simplest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, but it has to be explained that way because that's how it can be applied to everything in the universe. For us, it's easy for us to see... That like you know, in our inertial time frame, right? We're on the Earth's surface, so we're basically like grounded in in the Earth. We're part of the Earth, right? Yeah. 
the apple is suspended in the air. To to us, it looks like the massiveness of the Earth, with us included on it, is pulling the Earth the the apple towards it. Okay, but that's just because we're seeing it from our fucking time frame, or from our uh, frame of reference, from the apple's frame of reference. The Earth, this massive fucking thing, is has been shot towards it, basically. And it's about to fucking destroy it. That's why when you jump off a building, which I know you're about to do right, want right to after so this, this, just remember, you're not falling. <laughs> the Earth is being shot towards you and is going to fucking destroy you. That's how, re- that's how relativity works. All right. <laughs> and so... The other thing too that's weird is that the f- the closer you get to um what's it called the closer you get to the source of mass uh in a gravitational field the the more time slows down. So when you hit when you fucking splatter on the fucking ground it'll feel like an etern- like an eternity. But if you're like really high up and flying you're only it, you're you're time is like flying by and so that's kind of like a major philosophical consequence of how like time is not the same everywhere time is completely different depending on where you're at and then who you're next to <laughs> what so what do you think i don't i don't know i have no idea what to think because i feel like i feel like i understood stuff and now I don't. Well, yeah. This I mean, sucks so bad. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I don't understand this. It's what? It's, it's easy. Space time and apples falling and all this shit. Time does not march on in at the same rate everywhere. Oh, good for time. So <laughs> it's pretty upsetting, right? It yeah, it sucks. sucks. <laughs> I kind of fucking hate it. The other thing, too, is that this means that uh, if you observe two things happening at the same time, uh, if someone observes the same two events, but they're traveling at a certain speed, they don't they don't happen at the same time. One happens after the other. And so a consequence is potentially. If you. I don't know how exactly it would work, but like if you f- travel fast enough, you could time travel. Okay. An- another consequence too that they've noticed, uh, and they have like experimental proof that confirms this, is that uh, they've they'll like send out like astronauts, <coughs> um, like out in space, and they'll like try to synchronize the the clocks on those fucking spaceships on, on the spaceship, and then one on Earth, right? Yeah. So one in Houston, let's say, and one in the spaceship. Uh, the fact that they'll are traveling like at like a really really fucking high speed. I mean, like when you're when you're being launched in the outer space, you're traveling really really fast, but not even close to the speed of light yet, but still fast enough, so that when the astronauts came back down, the clocks, uh, the clocks had gone faster, which means that <laughs> that time slowed down for them while they were traveling through space. So potentially what that means is if we send someone to Mars, uh, the speed at which they'd have to, to, to travel to get there in a certain amount of time, when they return, they'll be like way older. 
So there's this thing called the twin paradox. What? They'll be way. They'll be older. They will actually have aged faster. By how much? By whatever the factor is of like how fast they were traveling. It depends on how fast they were traveling. If I, if I got on a spaceship and I, if. Tra- if if because there's no way to do this yet. But if I got on a spaceship and then launched into outer space and traveled at half the speed of light, and then came back at half the speed of light, okay. And let's say I had a twin who was living on Earth the entire time. I would be Ren Sholock. Yeah, Ren Sholock. Ren and Ben Sholock. Yeah, Ren and Ben. So my my secret twin, who I've never have never mentioned before, uh, he would be thirty four years old, and I would be like something like forty six. When I got back, I will have actually physically aged. Wow, that <laughs> because I was going so fast. This has been truly upsetting. <laughs> I hate everything about it. If this. you if you fuck at half the speed of light, your dick will get so old. <laughs> <laughs> Just an old withered dick. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, so that's relativity. That's that's kind of what that means. I think relativity blows. <laughs> well, it's just a fact of life. That's how oh. it happens. Great. So try to go as slow as possible. I was going to say, <laughs> when I drive for the gig later tonight, I'm going to go like five miles an hour. Otherwise, I'll show up and they'll go, your next comedian, here comes Pat Dean. And I walk up and I'm a shell of an 80-year-old man. <laughs> and I'm just, hey, you guys ever notice? Everyone's like, what? The other thing, too, is that, well, it's only, it, it won't feel like we're getting older faster to us because like we are we are also in a in a state of motion constantly like we're on the earth which is spinning and then the earth is also orbiting orbiting the fucking sun so we're like traveling in a crazy fucking direction like constantly already even if we stay still here it feels like we're staying still to us because we're we're you know in in comparison to the earth we're staying still Right, we're just like on this one point I, on the I, surface. I spend most of my days standing perfectly still. Okay, but you're still going a cra- crazy fast in relation to the sun, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, I gotta be honest. This has been uh, truly upsetting. <laughs> Why is uh, it so upsetting to I you? Just, it's just, I, I can't wrap my brain around it, and it bothers me. What, what do you think about the consequences of it? I think they're horrifying. <laughs> it, it changes everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's a possibility that I'm going to move so fast that I become older than my twin, Matt Dean. <laughs> Matt? Then I, I j- it's just so upsetting. Have you never heard of the twin paradox before? No. Okay. I haven't. Yeah, it, it happens. That's how fucking weird space time is. Space time. What I was here. One thing. The space time continuum and shit. But I didn't realize it was quite as upsetting as this. Yeah. Well, that's the consequence of the space time continuum because they're the part of the same thing. This is the consequence of that. And what's crazy is that that shit has been proven, like through experimental evidence. Like they've seen they they've seen like astronauts who have like. Uh, have certain like almost microscopic effects of aging they've seen clocks that have like are super fucking this is why this is why you need an atomic clock like atomic clocks that are timed to like whatever some standard before uh, a spaceship goes into liftoff 
when the clock comes back, the clock on the spaceship comes back, it's off. Uh, it's it's gone a little faster. Hold on, wait. Does, that, does it go faster or slower? I don't actually know exactly the direction that it goes, but it's off. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I'm not a physicist. Well, you but, got a fooled me. But these are uh, these are the implications of Einstein's theory, and it's it fucks you up. Like it doesn't make it it completely contradicts common sense. Just like you and your actions and your behavior and how you live your life. <laughs> Everything about the way you live your life contradicts common sense. Yeah, but I'm still right. <laughs> it's lonely at the top, bitch. <laughs> I bet it is. I'm a singularity. <laughs> Singularities are another thing. So also, Einstein's <laughs> theory predicts black holes before we even fucking discovered them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically just like there's there are things that are can be so massive... Uh, that they basically puncture space-time. What, what, what do you think is on the other side of a black hole? What if it's just a party? That'd be really funny if it was just a party. Yeah. I don't know. I no, don't know. No alcohol. <laughs> it's a, it's Fruit like... punch <laughs> and friendship. It's like a birthday party for, for an AA member. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we got punch. We got twister. <laughs> we have endless amounts of cigarettes because it's AA. Yeah. Well, Ben. Um... I don't know what lies on the other side of that shit. Great. But well, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Uh, well, I guess uh, final thoughts on the theory of relativity and why it's so cool. Well, one thing, if you fucking got into a black hole, A, you'd never really find out what's on the other side because... You'd be, like, crushed to death, right? Well, you'd be crushed to death, and then also uh, time would basically stop. Time would stop. The, the further you get into a black hole, time keeps slowing down until you... Until basically time comes to a standstill. So you'd be crushed for eternity. <laughs> In a black hole. <laughs> and then also, uh, with a black hole, you can't, you, you'd, you'd never be able to tell anyone about what happened to you uh, because what happens in a singularity is so strong that even light can't escape from it. Okay. So, well. so it's basically hell. Black holes are hell. That the other on the other side of of a black hole, it's just hell. It's just the dimension of hell. Yeah, it's hell. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'm looking forward to hanging out with my man Dante there. Yeah. And he, the first thing he's gonna say to me is he's not even supposed to be here today. And I go today. <laughs> You're not scheduled to be here for another fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, hell yeah. Well, that has been a. That was horrifying. Well, that's the theory of relativity, folks. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> hey, are you listening to this? I knew fuck you'd hate you. That. Yeah, it fucking blows. <laughs> Why do you hate it so much? I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> Why? Wait, what part of it? Everything. Like what? Because I thought time was a pretty fixed concept. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not at all. It's completely different wherever you go. It, it depends on what you're next to. It depends on how fast you're moving. What about it's a... absolutely fluid? Just like you and I. Yeah. We're fluid. We're fluid. <laughs> um, so there's this guy who, I don't know when I became Facebook friends with him, but... Um, <laughs> what is this going? <laughs> um, his name is uh, 
woolly sorbet. And he keeps commenting on my on, on like I'll like write something on Facebook and it'll comment with like pictures of a saxophone and like wait. music notes. Yeah, wait. <laughs> who is he just person? friended me. <laughs> I don't know. Wooly who this Sorbet. Guy is. Yeah, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. Who is Wooly Sorbet? He's, okay. His Facebook profile is hilarious because it's just him playing saxophone. And one of the photos is him playing saxophone and he's leaned he's... back so much. <laughs> Look at this. Come here. But the, that's not him. That's a stock photo, I think. Oh, it seems to be the same person. <laughs> Look how funny that is. <laughs> He's on a beach playing saxophone. <laughs> so I don't know who this guy is. Uh, I can't tell if I really like it or I'm going to kill him. But Well, yeah, it's pretty funny. I saw that photo. I, I don't know if it's the same person. I think it's... Whatever it is, Ben. I think they're stock photos. I don't know who this guy is, but Wooly Sorbet... You're on notice. Yeah. We're coming for you. Keep being jazzy. Yeah. Keep, you know, Willie Sorbet, keep being jazzy. <laughs> uh, all righty. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, one thing we should point out is that, Ben, we have what? a Patreon. Yeah, we have a Patreon. We honestly do. <laughs> we swear we do. So the way it works, folks, is $5 a month, f- 20 quarters a month. You probably have that in your car right now. Yeah. Go get it. Deposit it into your account immediately mm-hmm. and give it to us. <laughs> Look, we're not running a charity here, Ben. What do they get in exchange for $5 a month? You get up to four. No, you get a little more than four Sometimes bonus episodes. Five. Yeah, bonus episodes a month. All right. Uh, but what that's, that's, uh, that's an episode. bonus episodes? They're, okay, basically, what I've just done to Pat... Pat does to me. Yeah. So he, he he flips the script, turns the tables, and teaches me about unconscionably upsetting things. Sometimes uh, this is revenge. This episode was revenge. Good. Yeah. Because sometimes Ben gets v- highly upset with the topics that we uh, that we discuss. The last one, like no, equality and stuff, <laughs> women's suffrage. Ben's like, "Fuck that! I'm Ben." You've never taught me that. One of the worst ones. My name's ones, Ben, and this sucks. The, wor- the, the one that I keep bringing up is the one the of silent the, cre- the silent twins. Yeah. But the other one was the fucking David Crowhurst or whatever. The guy who went insane while oh, stranded well. on the open ocean. Yeah. It's so, like my two, my two biggest fears. So one of the guys <laughs> that we talked about was some like English guy who uh, was supposed to take part in this like race or whatever. Uh, but he was like cheating and then got stuck in the middle of the ocean and went insane and died and he wrote all this weird like cosmic shit and his like it's really fucking up <laughs> he's just it's just this guy who got caught in a in a <laughs> he bit off more than he could chew oh dude and yeah. it and it resulted in his his insanity his untimely his demise. insanity and death at sea <laughs> uh yeah it truly is nuts uh anyway so that's our patreon his body was never recovered things. $5 a month gets you a bonus episode $10 a month, Ben, not only do you get a bonus episode, but <laughs> this is and this is a big one, folks. Ben and I actually we kind of we did a little bit of independent research. <laughs> we have found out and we have the evidence to back this up who actually did 9-11. And if you pay us $10 a month, it unlocks <laughs> the, the, the true post. perpetrator. On our website that tells you who the mastermind behind the dreaded attacks of September 11th, 2001. Yeah, so. that that 
completely disrupted our country's narrative forever. Yeah. You'll find out who it is. No one has ever been able to figure this out. But we figured it out. So unless give you it, listen to earlier episodes. Yeah, unless, you, uh, earlier, unless you know earlier free episodes. Unless you know Noel Waghorn. Then <laughs> I'm sure he's let it slip once or twice. So anyway, uh anyway, so give us some effing money. It's fun. You get some new episodes. Uh what else is Oh yeah, going? um if we get to sixty uh subscribers. Oh yeah, I've threatened to put out a, a death cab tribute EP. Yeah, are you actually going to do that? If if we do get it, I, I absolutely will. Okay, it'll be so much fun to do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so sign up on there. We have about sixty. I think we have sixty eight episodes, and you get access yeah. to them right away. We're coming up so on sixty nine. If we are, so if you have a long road trip you're going on, or whatever, <laughs> listen to our show, you idiot. Yeah, uh, five bucks a month. That's all else? you need. Oh. We have uh, some cool news. We have uh, pretty soon, Ben, and mm-hmm. I cannot say who, but pretty soon we will welcome the long-awaited return of our Kyrgyz sponsorship deal. Oh, yeah. Even though I just said I can't say who it is. <laughs> so we'll yeah, have I was a, wondering where you're going a with special that. code for you to get discounted <laughs> slippers. Okay. Lately, Good. we've been uh, taking on a lot of uh, sponsors. Yeah, uh, mostly that, the Knights of Columbus. Yeah, they have. It's not worked out uh, because I guess I'm in charge of the business side of of the podcast, and I should not be because <laughs> I keep getting roped into these bad deals. Uh, we're sponsored by just the, the libraries of America. <laughs> what, the, like the separate libraries, or is it an association? All of them, every single library in America. And we have to pay them each. Uh, five Why do we have to pay them? If they're well, sponsors? I, I fucked up the contract. I guess I don't know. So we were actually going to be in a lot of debt because five times, however many libraries there are in America. Oh, great! So you bankrupted us, and we have to do this forever. Yeah. So. Okay. Great. Unfortunately, Fantastic. we uh, we have really shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. But you know, I think one of our other sponsors was Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. <laughs> Stormfront, the Knights of Columbus. I keep accidentally getting into business with people I don't shouldn't be in business with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all just to attract the attention of our coveted sponsor, the one that we want to get the most. Yeah. Uh, the RBM Food Mart. I want sponsorship from them. We follow them on Twitter, and they won't follow us back. They they won't follow us back. Their Twitter is incredible. <laughs> the RBM Food Mart Twitter is so silly. They, they, started, were, they started posting signs saying that they're on Facebook and Twitter. They're like, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. It's just a printed sign. It's, uh, it's yeah, like it's, it's not it's it's not even a sign. It's a it's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper that they printed out and they hung up in the middle of the store for no reason. <laughs> and it's just a picture of the RBM Food Mart. And you're like, we're already in, we know what it looks like. We're inside it right now. And so uh, yeah, so follow the RBM Food Mart on Twitter, I guess. Yeah. The younger guy is always like really, really eager to show me how I can pay for stuff by just tapping my card. Yeah, that guy's so that guy is so he loves, eager. Yeah, he's he loves showing me that. John Rabin turned me on to CBD water that they sell there. Oh yeah, I mean I might get one. Trying to uh, wean myself off the uh, exorbitant amount of uh, well, yeah, I don't I don't smoke weed, <laughs> but I'm trying to wean you know maybe not smoke it as much. So CBD water is pretty relaxing, actually. Yeah, that'd be another great sponsor for Folks, us. Folks, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead, <laughs> download the newest Patreon episode, pour yourself a tall glass of CBD water, and enjoy. Yeah, I'll have a enjoy. vodka and water. Do you have CBD water? The that... second someone asks me that at work, I'm going to kill them. 
I mean, that sounds kind of refreshing. Yeah, it actually is probably amazing. So, folks, uh, you know th- who's going to be the first person to ask that? <laughs> it's me. God damn it. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, If you don't want to pony up money for us, what you can do to help out is just go ahead and give us a five-star review uh, on iTunes or whatever. Oh, yeah. Someone someone, uh, left a review about how the sound is uh, not high enough. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, it was you to our own podcast. Yeah. Instead of just fixing the problem, you instead of just fixing it, I decided to complain. You complained and then affected our rating. <laughs> no, but uh, we thank you for that kind of feedback. Actually, that's uh, really helpful. Yeah, we're, it doesn't matter what you say. We we're care. we're working on. Uh, uh, I think the last one that came out should be good to go. Uh, in terms of volume, but anyway, yeah. Uh, thanks. We're working on that. Yes, thank you for that, and thank you for the love, and thank you for the friendship. Folks, you can follow us on Twitter, at Pat Dean, or uh, on uh, the IG, I'm at Dean Man P. Ben, on both, both accounts. platforms, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. It's Gristle Porn all the way down. So follow us uh, there. Um, I guess that's about it. Uh, I guess, as always, my friends, keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. Time is a son of a bitch. It really, (laughs) truly is. (laughs) And if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Fox News. And here is Return of the Mac.